Hello, Catherine. It's time for another episode of Funnels and Follow-Up. That's right. If it's two o'clock in Arizona on a Monday, it must be Funnels and Follow-Up time. Which means, wait a second, now. Nope, not that one. Hide that one. That one. That one. <laughs> now we're Funnels and Follow-Up. Excellent. Do you know what you're doing? Haven't a clue. Didn't think so. But we, we keep trying. Eventually, we're going to get it right. Eventually, eventually. So, you know, our guest today is both the funnel and the follow-up. That's just so cool. Together, he is the funnel and follow-up. Our guest today is Joel Brookmeyer of International Minute Press in Casa Grande. Don't let the Casa Grande, um, you know, address fool you. Joel can work with you anywhere. Wherever you are, Joel can work with you. So, and you don't have to go to Casa Grande either. You can, you know, you can work uh, via Zoom, via phone call, via whatever. But um, little, little bit about him and, and why is a printer both the funnel and the follow-up, you may ask yourself. Well, Catherine, let me ask you, why is a printer both the funnel and the follow-up? I'm asking you. In the funnel, you know, you're... Everybody's funnel is different. I mean, I hope by now we have uh, gotten this into your brain. Everybody's funnel is different. A funnel is not just that website page that asks you for your name and address uh, and then leads you into something and then leads you into something else and wants you to buy and wants you to buy more. And want. That's not a funnel. That is a type of a funnel, but it's not what a funnel is. A funnel is everything that gets everybody into the top and brings them through a system where you don't lose them at the end, but you turn them into clients. Your brochures, your booklets, your book, if you are a published author and you probably should be, your book, your whatever, this is part of your funnel. This is part of the part that gets people into the top. And then once they're through, you want to follow up with them. You, you may want to send them a physical newsletter, imagine that, uh, a flyer, uh, a brochure, or whatever. And that's and that's the funnels and the follow-up so part. I, but let me tell you a little bit about Joel. Can, can, what do you do? Can we bring in the incredibly handsome Joel Brookmeyer? Yes, let's bring in the incredibly handsome Joel Brookmeyer. And there he is. Welcome, Joel. There he is. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you for, for being on the show. And you have been in business almost 25 years. You are completely a family business and you help businesses grow. So that's the funnel part and the follow-up part. And, um, you know, even more than that, you are a uh, army. Did I remember that correctly? Yes. yes. Six years in the army. Thank you for your service. It was a wonderful time. Good experience for me. Excellent. Excellent. So, Tell us some of the things besides a business card. You know, everybody's like, okay, here's my business card. And some of them look like, I'm just saying, some of them look, like, look like, besides a business card, what are, what are some things that business owners, what are some of the things that they should have that they maybe don't have because they think they can do it electronically? You know, I think it's different for a lot of businesses. That's why I don't lump people into certain categories. You're your own business. You're going to 
run your business the way you want to run it. But a lot of people think that because they they do a mailer, oh, they're going to sit back and here comes business. No, you have to follow up. If you if you're doing a mailer, usually you have an address. Usually uh, you have a contact. If you're not following up with these people and saying, "Did you get my letter? Did you get my postcard? Oh, you didn't. When's a good time for me to stop by and talk to you about what we have to offer?" A lot of people just think that because they do a mailer and they spend all this money on postage, right? That it's just supposed to walk in their front door. That just doesn't happen because they're not following through on things. That's where we try to help out. People say, you know, yes, we can help you with this, but you either need to do five, six, seven mailings. Maybe they're small. Maybe it's only a hundred postcards, but you're doing it to a hundred specific companies to help you. Then you need to follow up. You know, it's funny. You said five, six, seven mailings. That's because what we always say is it takes anywhere from five to 12 touches for somebody to even move, for to to turn a prospect into a potential client, you know. So those those postcards, whatever you're saying, those are the touches. They're seeing your name, your company name, and now, boy, you, you're you're making our job too easy here. Yeah, you got to follow up. Just just pick up the phone, call them, shoot them off an email, send them a text, whatever it happens to be make that personal contact at that point. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's not a cut and dry thing. And I hear people come back and say, I did this and I never heard from anyone. Well, did you reach out to say, Hey, did you get my information? Yeah. It's the same, you know, I could, I equate it to websites. I built a website. I don't know why I'm not making a million dollars yet. If yes. you build it, they'll come, right? That's how it works. Absolutely. You open, you open a door and put a sign up and people are supposed to run in your front door. I have people, I've been in this space for five years and go, how long have you been here? We never knew you were here. Um, unless you're looking for, well, unless you're looking for a printer, you probably aren't looking for me. Right. So, you know, that's, that's one of those things where you need to get out and I get out and visit people. A lot of people walk in my front door aren't always business people, but they know people that are in business. So sure. they can share my information to them. Absolutely. It, and, you know, sending out a brochure or flyer or whatever, a mailer is not an immediate sale. It makes the prospect warmer. Think of it as a flame underneath the pot that you're cooking. It just makes the pot warmer that email, that whatever, it makes the pot warmer. But you still have to put the ingredients in the pot. You still have to do some other stuff in order to, boom, make the sale, make the dinner, whatever it is. Absolutely. Yes, yes absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Now, tell, tell me, because you can go online and you can find a printer. You mm -hmm. can find the big national printers um, where it's almost a commodity. What is it about you about going to your local printer that's better than just finding, you know, that the V word printer? <laughs> why, why do they want to come to you, a local printer, rather than go online? Because, you know, it looks like it's cheaper to go online. Yeah. You know, to buy the business cards, I can't lie. If, if you're starting out and you don't have much money, $9.99 business cards are great. But you know what? We're here to fix that 999 business card after you get established 
and you want to create your own logo, we have a designer on hand. Um, we have customer services second to none. My daughter, she runs the front. Um, she was away for two weeks and I had to run the front. People didn't want to talk to me, you know? Can you blame them? I had, I know people turned around and said, I'll wait till she gets back. I know she's out. Seriously. <laughs> so that's customer service. When they know her face and she's not here, that's a plus for me because I don't want to be out front dealing with the customers. I want to go out and build my client base. We were both ready. Go ahead, Kat. <laughs> I was going to say, all right. So now we're past the business cards. All right. P.S. 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 If your business card looks like everyone else's business card, if you have a background that looks like everyone else's card, and you know what? It might have been professionally done because years ago we had a business card that was professionally done and it ended up looking like everybody else's. So if your card looks like everybody else's, you better get in touch with Joel is all I'm saying because you don't look professional when that happens. And for our, our, for our viewing and listening audiences, that's Catherine scolding. <laughs> Be glad you're on the other side of the computer. I get it in person. You don't want that. So if your business card looks like everybody else's, don't let me get scolded. <laughs> Contact Joel. Contact Joel. But in in addition, in addition to the business cards, all right? So now, so now I'm doing a little bit better. I'm going to get professional business cards. What else? What else can you do for me? I can send emails. I can send texts. You know, I can do text messages. Well, what else can you do for me that, you know, pick out one or two things and and tell me why I want to use them instead of just texting people? Well, and I, I think being personal and walking in and talking with people and them seeing, especially saying you're the owner, is a huge plus. Hi, I'm the owner of International Minute Press. I just want to stop by and, and show you a little bit of what we do. Okay. And how we can maybe help you grow your business. Because I don't want people coming in and spending their money. I'm I'm probably one of those people that they sometimes think I have a third eye on my forehead because they look at me like I'm crazy when I say, I don't think you're spending your money wisely. And they look at me like, why would you say that? Because I don't want to take your money and you never come back. I want to be a partner of yours. I want you to grow so we grow. So I tell people, there's times where I just say, people want to do magnets for refrigerators you know magnets don't stick on refrigerator fronts anymore because they're all stainless steel I, tell me about it that was crazy we bought a new refrigerator last year i was dying they i don't was stick so on happy i was so happy they're on the side yeah yeah and they're and they're on the side but they're not a top of mind awareness now like they used to be on the front of your refrigerator so I, I just tell people, you know, unless you really, really want to do this, I'll do it. But I'm saying there's better ways to put your money into to advertising, whether it's a pen, whether it's a, a, a pad, some type of, you know, mouse pads are great. They're very inexpensive. They sit on people's desks for years and their phone number, your information is right in front of them all the time. Yeah, okay. I was, I was looking at my mouse pad that I got from somebody. Um and it's a 2019 calendar, so it's good for another month and a half. Right. Month and a week. 
So, you know, there you go. I'm going to get, I'm going to need somebody to send me another mouse pad, but that's, that's not printing, Joel. Do you do more than printing? Well, that is printing. We print on anything from paper to metal to plastics to apparel. So we have shirts behind us here. I don't know if you can see those. Yeah, yeah. We're doing, we're doing that now. It's, it's dye sublimation. It's basically printing on a sheet of paper and then heating it to a 400 degrees. And it, it's gorgeous work. Um, and I can do onesies and twosies. I can do, I did two mugs for a customer the other day for a Christmas present that they were taking out of town with them. And they're like, can you do these? I said, sure, I can do them today. So it's, it's a very simple process. And it's so wonderful for Casa Grande, especially because I get that all the time. Right. Can you do two of these? Can you do five of these? Can you do five shirts by Friday? Yes, I can now. If it's Thursday afternoon, I can still do them by tomorrow. And I think that's such a cool service that you have because I, I knew about that service that you had. And that's not something that you could do online, just the one-off products and quickly. I mean, you can, but you're going to pay out the nose for it. Because yeah. first you've got the expedited service of getting it done. Then you've got, well, you're only doing one or two items, so it's going to cost more. So you're going to have a, that setup fee that's crazy. Then you've got the overnight shipping that you need on it. It's just nuts. So going going to someone like you or you in particular, hey, I need two of these. Can I have it by Friday? Absolutely. Yep. And it's easy. Now, Joel, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about some some funnel stuff and some follow up stuff. Funnel stuff being, you know, ways of getting people in your your front door, as it as it were, in into your world and bringing them through process and then follow up being, of course, following up, staying in touch with them. So we're going to play a little game and I want you to tell me, you know, how a business owner can use this for a funnel or a follow up or both. You know, Joel has going through his head right now. I didn't sign up for this pop quiz. <laughs> it's a game. It's not a pop quiz. It's a game. <laughs> Barry's wearing a polo shirt and it is very plain. Instead, we buy polo shirts from you that say Cohen Coaching on them. Go. Tell me how we're going to use them. What What's going to happen? Well, your logo is in front of everybody all the time. And I think that's uh, a definite funnel for people to know yeah. who you are. Plus, it's constant recognition. I have shirts with logos. And when I don't, I have badges. And for people that can't afford to do maybe uh, embroidery, you do a $20 badge or $15 badge um, and you wear it all the time. Beautiful. That Great is answer. That was the very oh, good. You know, what, I'm, what I'm trying to do is, you know, Joel knows his stuff. What I'm trying to do for our listening audience is give them some ideas of things to do other than like standing there at a networking meeting, which is where you would wear your shirt. That's, that's a topic of conversation or where you would wear, have your badge. Don't have the little paper badges. Don't don't yep. do that. Have it, you know, if you're going to wear a polo shirt, make your polo shirt say your business name on it or better yet, make it say Cohen Coaching on it. Yeah. You'll really get the Anybody play. that wants to wear a Cohen Coaching shirt, please feel free to do so. But, you know, <laughs> don't don't be like standing there like looking around, create some create some excitement. Right. Right. It's a it's a topic of conversation. That's right. That's right. Um, next question. She's cards. got something, something's churning there. Cards. 
printing printing up cards you know me designing cards maybe with Barry and Barry and my face on them or you know with our logo on them versus you know and there's there's a place for it, definitely uh the the online cards but what do you what do you think about you know designing a ooh, look there's the cat designing a card with uh with our logo on it or with our happy faces on it I think if you don't have something physical for people to take back, they don't remember. And if it's not correct, like you said earlier, if you're not putting on there who you are, where you are, and how to get a hold of you, the most important things, then they don't know anything about you. I, I run into people that either put way too much information on their card or don't put enough information on their card. They don't tell you. You walk out and you go, what do they actually do? What do they actually do? You know, there's so many different insurance companies out there. You need to give me what type of insurance salesperson you are. Um, it's just too many of them. And, you know, something that you said about the physical card, having something to bring back with you. I can't tell you how many times now people just, when I ask for a card, oh, I don't have cards. I'll send you an electronic one. Well, that doesn't do me any good because, you know, what's going to happen to the electronic card. It's going to go into my address book on my phone. And I have no way to reference it. I don't know. Who did I meet today? I have no way to reference it. And the card, the physical card, I can at least file it, put it into my CRM, whatever it is. And I have a better way to reference it rather than here's my electronic card. I, I, I love having something to take back with me. Yeah. I like to have, have stuff and I'll take notes on them and I'll even put on there follow up. And when I get back the cards, I say follow up on, I'm going to shoot them an email and thank them for, you know, speaking with them today. Exactly. Now the ones where when you go to the events, people are just dealing out cards. You don't write follow up on those. No, no, no. Don't. They pretty much go in the circular file. You know what you do because they're giving out so many cards, they're going to have to reorder cards again. <laughs> well, that's the one that Joel is going to follow up with. It's spoken like a true printer. Exactly. Like a true printer. Um, let's see. We recently got a uh, two part in, uh, not invoice order forms from you. Uh -huh. Let's talk about a little bit about order forms, having all that stuff out on the order form. And that, that we, you know, we were able to do this, you know, lovely two part order form. Um, we were speaking, we held an event, we were speaking at the event and now it's not I'm taking an order and I'm taking your credit card number, uh, you know, and your name and your address and everything and just taking it off somewhere. Now, now the person has this tangible, um, you know, this tangible record. You need a record of what you bought, what it is, what's involved. Uh, there have been a number of times where I've bought something and got that same two part form. And then I go back and I go, you know, you never delivered this. What, what what part of this program, what part of this whatever was that? And I think having that two-part form for whatever it is that you're doing is, is super important. Yeah. Uh, I, I think um, with anything, as far as carbonless goes, um, I continue to hear carbonless papers going away because people are going digital. It's just not happening. There's too many vehicles, especially in Arizona, you can't have a computer in your vehicle unless it's running 24 seven to, to generate, you know, your, your invoices, things like that. When you're, 
you know, plumbers and, and those guys are, are out on the road. So that tangible item that you're not just emailing to their email that possibly could go to their junk mail that they never even see anyway. Right. It's it again, it's they're just not it's something physical again that they have with your information on it. And then, you know, if it's, if it's a neighborhood, you know, Hey, I saw you had a truck in here. Who was that? And you know what, wait a minute. It's, it's sitting on my desk in my office. I got to reconcile it. Let me go in and give you their information. It's right there at the tip of their fingers. Right. And we got a question here from our viewing audience. Uh, Liddy Shively asks, can you help me with more, with a more masculine look for my card? Oh, absolutely. I mean, my designer, she, um, she can speak with you and you can give her ideas of what you're looking for. She, she'll go to websites to look at websites to see what your business is about, to get colors, to get, you know, to give her ideas. And then she'll actually talk to you and walk through what you're looking for. And, and Liddy's question is, you know, is, really good in the fact that she knows who her audience is and she knows she needs something a little bit more masculine and working with a designer, working with somebody from Joel's team, that's huge. Rather than trying to do it yourself, um, you know, a lot of times we don't, we don't see the problem because we're in the middle of the problem, but Liddy knows that she works with men mostly. And so here it is. Hey, is my logo masculine enough? Is it something that's that's gonna you know uh, attract my ideal client or repel them? And then you get with somebody like Joel, and and you first of all know that you need something that's not all you know rainbows and flowers. And then you say, hey, this is my audience. This is what I'm looking for. A creative mind, you know, a graphic designer's mind, they think way different than we think, and they're like, okay, this is. The feeling that you want to instill, I can design that for you. So that's that is a great question, and that is super important for any of your collateral material is to have it designed correctly. With with your with your ideal client in mind, and yep. like you said, Kat, that's what a fantastic designer can do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's where our designer a lot of times will create maybe two, even three different looks to say, mm, I'm not 100% sure exactly what direction you want, so let me put a couple different designs together for you. And if, if you see something you like on one and you want to add it to another, you, you mix them, uh, mix and match. Um, you know, that that's I think that's a key a lot of times because oh, yeah. sometimes you don't know 100% where they want to go, but she has that idea to where to get started. And I think creating a couple different looks is always a good way to go when you're not 100% sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you, you Joel have mentioned that you've got a, this, this standing offer, if you will, to sit down with a business owner and determine a plan action. I, I talk to us a little bit about that. Cause I think that's wild and wonderful. Well, I think a lot of people don't know really what they're paying, um, whether it's a good price or bad price, or even if it's something that they might continuously do and it's really not helping their business. Do you want to have things like pens? Yes. It's always nice to hand out a pen here and there to have them. Um, it just depends on what avenue you're going to look to build from, where your funnels are coming from. 
um, I think you have to determine who that customer is that you're going after and maybe what what level they're on, what, whether it's, let's just say a landscaping home, like home-based business or home building businesses, landscapers, plumbers, things like that. They're, you know, if you're working to build, help them build somehow or another, you're probably looking at a different avenue. They like, they're always writing stuff down. Memo pads are a great way to go for them. Put their, create a memo pad for them and, and give it to them and say, here's what we can do for you. Here's what, here's here, here's how we can help you build. You're going to give these to your customers and they're always going to have that kind of stuff laying around the house. That your information is going to be on that. There, there's so many different directions you can go depending on your customer. And, and we don't like to narrow you down into a, a box. We, we treat you as your own individual company and we want you to build as you want to build. We're just here to help. And if you're over, if you're overpricing, or maybe I can tell you, you're getting a good price, stay with them. And you're getting a good quality product, stay with them. I have no problem with that. There's enough printing out there for everyone. There's printers on every corner. And I understand that. And that's where I have to come in and say, I just want to help you determine what's best for your business. And don't waste your money. People won't, people will come to me and say, I want, I want to, I want to do something. I don't know what I want to do. Okay. What's your budget? Well, they don't want to share how much money they have. So I don't know how that's the one thing I tell them is, listen, I'm not going to say, okay, you have a budget of $5,000. Okay. I'm going to sell you 500 pens. Right. I'm not going to do that. And I know there's people out there that will do that. That's why people are leery to say, I have a budget, but I, I don't want to share it with you, but I don't know what I want to do. It's really hard to work with somebody like that. And I understand it's hard for them to share. So we have to figure out some type of common ground. And I, I just tell them, go out and talk to my customers. Let me give you a couple of my customers' names. And you can call them and say, you know what? You can trust Joel. Sit down with him. He'll figure out. I've, I've had nonprofits come to me and say, slide a sheet of paper across the table and say, how many of these forms can I get? Um, for this much money because they have to spend it before the end of the year and they want to use it wisely. And they're, they're giving me a number. I, I feel very um, humbled by somebody that does that. Sure. So, sure. so that's those people I know I can pick up the phone and say, Hey, I'm going to have somebody call you because they're not quite comfortable with me. Is it okay? Oh yeah. Have them give me a call. So I think that's a huge way to get people to, be comfortable, trust you is one-on-one, not just putting something on your website that says, Joel's the greatest printer in the world. I think that- I put that on my website. Well, you are the greatest person in the world. No, no, I put Joel is the greatest (laughs) person in the world. I put that right on my website. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I put it right over Catherine's face. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yay. Uh, can, oh, can I just interrupt yeah. here for one? Because for those that are watching the video of this and not the audio, <clears throat> right here, the, the the cat that came into the screen, this is Anakin J. Skywalker. So say hello to him. He's made his he's made his video debut. That's right. That's right. So you know, Joel, you were talking about pens and 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 whether or not that was right for everybody or or anybody. I mean, isn't it isn't it a great part of my funnel to just hand a pen with my name on it to everybody that I meet? 
instead of a business card? That's what all promotional people tell me. Absolutely not. I mean, I, I, I hear people say they only hand out business cards when they think they're going to get business from a customer. I think that's silliness. You hand, you hand a card to anybody that, that you're discussing business with. I, I'm, I, I, I can't tell you how many times the one thing that, um, and we're part of a franchise and the franchise says, don't cherry pick, don't cherry pick, which means when you're out marketing, you don't walk by a business because you never know what's in there. I've walked into nail salons and given them my card, given my 30 second elevator speech. And I've had somebody follow me out that was waiting there for his, his girlfriend and he owned two businesses and he wanted to get some printing done. So that's why you, you just never, you never know. And you don't want to narrow yourself down into what you do, but the business card is, is the key. Pens are a plus. You're going to a show. Yeah. You want to give out a pen or you want to give out, you know, some type of promotional product. That's great. Maybe people will remember you by that. Most of the time, not because they're not going to remember what your business because you don't have near as much on your pen as you do on your business card. Okay. So. By the way, I do say to our clients, always consider your business card to be plated in gold. And what I mean by that, you know, so because a lot of you saw me, if you're watching this on video, you see me nodding when Joel said that, consider your business card plated in gold. Well, what we mean by that is, yes, don't, don't give it to somebody and say, oh, I'm only going to give it to you because I figure you can do business with me. But on the flip side, don't be going to a networking meeting and going, here's my card, here's my card, here's my card, here's my card, without giving it value. Handing your business card, you need to give value, which means you need to stare that person in the face. You need to introduce yourself. You need to find out who they are, what they do, create a conversation, and then you know, hand your card out versus here's my card, here's my card, here's my card. I'm a dealer in Las Vegas and I'm throwing out the cards. Don't do that. That's what we mean by value your business card as if it's plated in gold. Unless and you're a customer of Joel, then just keep doing then that. Just throw, that yeah, then it. just throw them at people. Joel, can you uh, can you gold plate business cards? Um, you know what? We actually had at our last vendor uh, show in Las Vegas uh, in July, a vendor there that's preferred vendor of Minuteman Press that does gold printing. It's not cheap. I would think not. But so. Catherine now has an idea. So. <laughs> so if you need an engraved gold invitation, Joel is your man. Yes, they, they, special, they specialize a lot in awards, um, you know, printing up awards for people at, at maybe higher end businesses, things like that. But she said, oh, absolutely. We can do business cards if you want to throw your money around. So, well, yeah. I'm thinking we, we know someone that's getting married in January. Maybe they could have their invitations done in gold and send them to us. Wow. Just thinking. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just the ones to us. You don't have to send them to everybody else in gold, just ours. <laughs> don't feel bad if we melt down your invitation for the gold. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see us on an episode of Pawn Stars. Here's the wedding invitation. That's right. So That's right. Follow-up. What, what do you got for follow-up? What, what printed material, what ink on paper, pen, t-shirt, uh, handkerchief, what, what do you suggest for people to give out as a way of 
keeping you top of mind? Um, again, I think it goes specifically toward your business. We've done, um, we've done everything from fly swatters for exterminators. That's a great item. You know, people love it out here now that we're getting flies for some reason the last several years. Um, it's a, it's a huge thing to, to share. Um, I really think it, it's depends on your business. It's always, and that's what I always say is you can't just cookie cut sure. what, what's right for your business. I think, um, and I really, I really promote pads um, because you can do several different types of pads. You can do something sitting at your desk. You can do for the moms. You can do like a, a laundry list or a grocery list type pad. There's so many different varieties. It's it's very inexpensive. You can just do it in black and white to start out. But you get your logo on there. You get your information in front of them constantly. Um, I've done mugs. I've done um, again, mouse pads is another really big item right now. It's going big. Thumb drives um, for you know. Um, Computer companies, those type of IT guys, that's really a, a handy thing uh, nowadays that, that a lot of people put in their, putting their information on. So that way they're trying to stay top of mind awareness. And a lot of these things are so inexpensive and people don't think about it. You know, for a hundred bucks, you can get a lot of stuff to give away to people that is of value to them. And like you said, keeping yourself top of mind. Absolutely. Joel, I'm doing a trade show. You are? It's a hypothetical question, honey. I'm doing a trade show. Tell me some of the things I may need to make myself stand out. Just, yeah, I know every business is different, but a few suggestions, a few things for our listening audience to think about. I, I think to draw people to your table, obviously, is a giveaway. That's number one. Some type of giveaway that... Um, is going to intrigue them to stop at your table. Obviously you want um, a tablecloth or um, a pull-up banner. There's, there's all kinds of things you can do to draw people's attention from across the room. That's the kind of stuff you want to do. You're staying logoed obviously with your, with your tablecloth, with, with anything you have on your table. Um, I've seen some tables covered with, cups and pens and this and that and all they're doing is attracting people because they see it and they want it you know another great item food people don't realize how much you know you have a little bit of food on your table people come flocking they, they'll eat your food uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very unusual thing but surprisingly that's that's huge so i should make some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the shape of my logo you could do that yes <laughs> We can actually we can actually print on um, uh, mint covers, so you can put mints with your logo on them, and it has little little white covers or just mints, you know, that you would buy at the store. And we print on those, and and we seal them, and they are a wonderful little thing for people to hand out. I don't care if people take a handful of them; they're not that expensive. But if they constantly are pulling them out of their pocket, they're seeing my logo again. That's it. Top of mind, top of mind. It's more than business cards. That's what printing's about. It's more than a business card. You know, your 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 brand being out there, yeah, needs to be on everything you're doing. And it, and and you need to follow up. And that's where a lot of people aren't doing, like we talked earlier, is follow up. Just because you buy a nice giveaway 
or you do a mailer, if you're not following up, you're not doing yourself justice. You're throwing your money away for the most part because on a mailer, if you get, you know, let's just say a direct mailer, if you get 3% response, you're doing really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you're following up, you could get five, seven, eight percent only because you're following up and saying, did you get my information? Did you have a chance to look at it? Oh, you didn't. And I love when people say, no, I didn't. Well, when's a good time for me to stop by and give you some? Yeah. And, you know, here's other things that you can do. Get postcards printed with your information, then handwrite a thank you note and drop it in the mail. Or you want to do more than a postcard? Print up some stationary greeting cards, blank greeting cards with your information on there, your logo, yeah. and write a nice long thank you note. Drop it in the mail. People love that stuff. When they see something come in the mail other than the the coupon newspaper and you know, the ad for the, the next uh, insurance thing, whatever it is, when they get something handwritten, when it's a greeting card especially, that's exciting to them. Because now they're not going right to the recycle can. They're actually opening it and reading it. So getting that printed, and I'm not saying go to the dollar store and buy blank cards. I'm saying go to Joel, go to a printer and get the cards made specifically for you with your company info on there. That's, that's funny you say that. I'm the worst when it comes to that because I keep saying I'm going to do it. I procrastinate. But William Moon, he's in uh, our Santan group network together. Um, we had a one-on-one -on -one probably six months ago, and I still have his handwritten note sitting on my desk that he sent me. Thanks for getting together with me because I can't throw it away. I keep moving it around going, that was so cool. He sent that to me. That was so cool. He sent that to me. I loved it. I love it. And I, he's right there. He's on my desk all the time because I can't throw it away. I think it's the greatest thing in the world. And what he do, his were just little notes he bought at the, at, you know, at the store somewhere. He came to me and got his him and his family's photo on it. And now he has cards that he ordered from me. Beautiful. Yeah. And in your case, you being so bad at it, isn't that what you had a daughter for? Mm -hmm. Actually do it for you. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> she might kill me. You don't have that much time. Right. And she might see this. Yes. Right. She might. Um, Let's, I, you know, because people are oh, I'm printing. Okay, I know. I, I got my 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 trifold. Are trifold brochures? Let me ask that. Are trifold brochures still something you should be handing out, or go a different route? I think they're really informative, but I think you need to continue to evolve. And that's what I tell people: is is if you're handing out the same thing all the time, you know, because you you're gonna see, you're gonna cross over with new people. Hey, there's new information in here. You know, whether you're putting just a section that says upcoming events and you continue to update them, you know, okay. every, you know, so if you do a year long calendar in one of the trifold sections of special events that you do as a business, like this is where I'm going to be, join me at this event. Um, I think that's a good thing to continuously update so that way when you're handing them out again, oh, I already got one. No, no, no. This is my new one for the, for 2020. You know, there's new information. You know, you want people to know because um, you're you're always going to cross over with people and they're going to say, oh, no, no, I got one of those. I don't need it. No, you need it. And that's another reason to start a conversation. You know, did you not look at my first one? Here, let me show you. I have a list of blah, 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 whatever in here. 
you know, that way they make hold on to that for the year just for those events. And that, that brings up another good point that people shouldn't overprint their items. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'd love it if someone printed up 5,000 trifolds, but if it expires at the end of the year, so to speak, in a case like this, doesn't it make sense to, to print? Let's do 500 now. And you know what? If you get if you go through them all, if it looks like going through, let's print another run, but let's fix the dates. And now, you know, only from this month forward, instead of instead of having that full year, this way everything is always fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen that in a lot of big business, and that's where digital printing has really come to light because a lot of offset printing years ago, that's ink offset printing's ink on paper. Right. Digital digital printing's toner on paper. It's it's a lot it's a more expensive process, but you do smaller quantities and you can do them over and over again as many as you want. Where the offset printing, some of these bigger companies I've seen, oh, we're gonna create a new logo because the president a new president came into the company and they have a warehouse full of printed items mm -hmm. that, that they're just throwing in the recycle bin. Right. Now it's it's yay for me, but that's where in you know that 2007 economy eight economy dump a lot of these large offset printers went away because there wasn't that huge of a need for it yeah yeah uh and uh, one other thing that i have found personally and and tell me if you can attest to this yes or no uh but if you're doing printing for the first time on something Maybe you're new in business. It's your first run at business cards, let's say. Would you suggest a small run of those? Only because what I found personally is after you get it and you have them for a month or so, you go, mm, maybe I should have done this a little bit differently. Maybe I should have used a different color or a different font. Um, so do you suggest something like that? Do a small run just so you have time to live with it a bit and then you could do a larger run? Yeah, uh, I think the huge part of that is is most people come into us that are starting a job up and oh, I need these yesterday to start up my business. Well, you didn't think of this six months ago when you were thinking about starting up a business. You know, it's it. Yes, two fifty is our minimum, only because there's just not a whole lot of justification to print less than that because sure. the cost to cut them is the same. You know, it, there's just and that's that's the biggest time consuming thing is cutting down you know the business card right. running them running them through your digital machine whether you run 22 sheets or 12 sheets that's it, a matter of 30 second. seconds yeah yeah so you know i i tell people that number one I, I will make suggestions your your font's too small you have too much on here you know if you maybe if you want to put bullet points put them on the back um there's there's a lot of ways to get around that but absolutely do a small run first see how you feel with them, see how you get reactions from other people. And you tell them to ask people if they have time and they're not in a hurry, I'll tell them to take it with them and show it to a couple of people that they would be doing business with just, you know, just a, a proof and then get their reaction if you have time. But most of the time, like I say, it's, I needed these yesterday. Right. So, so then I, then I make as many suggestions as I can in that short amount of time that we have to, to get it prep prep for them. That is a great suggestion, though. Ask people that you're potentially doing business with, what do they think of the card? I mean, that's who you want to attract. That's your ideal client. That's a great suggestion, Joel. I love it. Yeah. 
I absolutely oh, it love it. It wasn't a great suggestion to do a short run. I don't get the kudos on that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos, Barry. Kudos, Barry. <laughs> um, here's and and I was in the printing industry for a while, so um, you know, so so bad printing drives me crazy. Um, and this is Joel. You mentioned digital printing versus uh, offset printing. Offset being ink on paper, digital being toner on paper. So now uh, I know that people in the audience said, oh, toner on paper, I have a printer, I have a to I have toner, I can print my own stuff. Uh, tell, us, tell us about the digital printing, you, you know, di your digital versus my digital. And then I, and then I want to tell a story about uh, a, a, a three page, you know, a three panel brochure that I recently got from somebody, but Digital versus digital. Home versus you. You. You know, surprisingly, there's a lot of good printers out there that won't print heavy stock. So one of those areas, if, if you're doing flyers, you want to do a flyer, I get that, but it's going to cost you. If you're doing a full coverage flyer um, for your business to hand out and you want to do 200, you're going to go through a lot of toner and it's going to cost you a lot of money. So there's a huge cost difference. If you want really good quality on a brochure, you know, a glossy finished brochure with UV coating and, you know, then, you know, obviously that's something you can't do. But I'm, I'm not going to bash, you know, printers out because there are some really good small desktop printers out there that will give you a good quality piece. Um, so I, I would say more along the lines of, Everybody that has publisher on their computer think they're designers. That's where I might go bash a little bit is they'll bring something in and show it to me. I go, oh, that's good. But my designer can really, really help you out and spruce this up for you if you give her 15, 20 minutes. They're, they're a little leery because why should I pay for that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, here's one reason. Number one, I don't want to tell a customer your product looks bad, but she can make it look much better. And, and most of the time they're not bad. You can get, do some fairly decent design on publisher. I won't print from publisher. Um, you got to save it as a PDF, but that's where I think I go a lot of times is everybody thinks they're a designer. It's not so much the quality of what you're printing on your printer versus mine, as much as it is the quality of what you're going to get from the design aspect. And then when you want to step up, there's people out there that just don't have a lot of money to start out a business. And I get that. I'm in business for myself. I'm a small business owner. I understand. I want them to understand that I'm in the same boat with them and I'm willing to work with them. So if they have to do them at home, I get that. You're going to get a better quality from me. You're going to get a better sheet of paper from me if you want to do a higher quality sheet of paper. If you, you're obviously business cards, you can go out and buy these punch out business cards from, you know, Office Max or someplace. But I know right away it's a punch out business card. So everybody else should feel the little ridges on the top. It's, you're not, you're, you're not really, you're not really doing justice to yourself by doing something like that. And I, I think another difference you'll find home versus you, if you use any sort of heavier stock paper at home, it's going to have a curl in it. Yep. It's going to, it's going to be bowed and that just doesn't look good. If you're trying right. to really give a good image image of yourself, that doesn't bode well. 
Now, regarding the, the punch-out cards, in fairness, I will tell you, we tell people, just go get it done, then get to the printer. If Here's the thing for our listening and viewing audience. If you're rearranging the pencils on your desk, if you're waiting to get your business started for your business cards to come back from the printer, but you have a big networking event you go to tonight, but you don't want to go because you don't have business cards, for the love of God, go to Office Max, go to Staples, get the printout and punch out business cards, get it done for tonight. Just go and do it. That's me scolding, by the don't, way. Yeah, like, don't use that as an excuse. And yeah. uh, Joel, you brought up a great point. You know, guy go garbage in, garbage out. So if you don't have a good design, and if you're unless you're a designer, you probably don't. Um, your printing is not going to look good if the you know, the stuff that you're printing from, the design that you're printing from is not going to look good. So that's a that's an amazing point. And now uh, the other reason, and Joel, you touched on it a little bit, is the, the quality of paper that you can use at home versus what you can print on. So the story that I have is um, it, someone that I network with uh, printed up her own brochures. And I know from the printing industry that your paper, any paper, just like, you know, a piece of meat has a grain to it, has a grain to it. And when you fold, you have to fold with the grain. So if this is the grain, you have to fold with the grain because if you fold against the grain, you see, you see, you can't even fold it right. When you, you have to fold with the grain. <laughs> That was very good. I, I that was that was excellent. The way you. That, that was you know that was all my years in printing. That's what I remember. Well, that's what with with offset um, folding on on ink is not nearly as difficult as it is as folding digital because ink isn't heat set to the paper where toner is is actually heat set. It melts and then it, it's heated up and it comes through and and when you go to fold it it tears the fibers in the paper. So um, here she is handing out these three panel um, brochures, lovely brochures that she designed, uh, good information, and they cracked, they split. Totally unprofessional, totally mm -hmm. unprofessional. When you're handing somebody something that you want them to pass on or that you want them to keep, and the paper splits. Yep. Go to Joel. Go to Joel. Go to your professional printer who knows a thing or two about, as he just said, offset going through the printing press versus laser heating up the paper. Printing something so that when the when you fold it, it folds with the grain and it folds smooth and it folds pretty and it doesn't fold with these little cracklies on it. All of these things, whether you think so or not, all of these things makes a difference to the person receiving it. Very quickly, subconsciously, they are creating a thought about you, your professionalism, your expertise, what you know, how you know it. And if you're setting yourself up as the expert in your industry, which you should always do, 
If you're setting yourself up as the expert, that business card that looks like everybody else's card is a quick little thing in somebody's head that goes, mm, no. That piece of paper that's got a split in it or that's folding wrong, not professional. They didn't take the time to professionally do something. These little things will form in somebody's mind in a split second, a thought about you and how you run your business. And that thought may not be good or that thought may be great because you've had something professionally done. Exactly. Yep. I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> I don't think he, she could say it again. So. I don't think I could say it again. No. <laughs> Joel, um, does somebody need to be in Casa Grande to work with you? No, absolutely not. We, I have customers in Tucson. Regular customers were down there once, twice a week, um, whether meetings or deliveries. Um, so we do offer free delivery for, for any job in, in the Phoenix, uh, Tucson area. Uh, as long as it's not an extra rush job, if you need it tomorrow, sometimes we don't have a delivery going in at that time, but um, we do schedule out our deliveries. Um, and I think that's a, a huge key for people to know that we're willing to travel wherever. I, I have an install tomorrow over on the other side of, of Phoenix, on the north northwest side of Phoenix. Um, it's not a it's not an issue. Um, they had a sign, the name change, and they needed a sign on their their office uh, um, door and some in the inside. And I said, you know what? I'll come over and do it personally because you know, I want to meet them. I want to learn a little more about their business. Um, but they found out from a friend of mine as a referral and they said, well, you won't come that far. You don't want to come that far. When do you want me there? I'll come and measure everything out for you. So I, I, I don't know why people have people shy away from this. And it's, it's, it's very much so in Tucson. I see a market Tucson market Tucson. Oh, you're in Casa Grande. Well, yeah. Do you ever order from Amazon? Yeah. And what happens? They deliver it to me. Guess what? I do the same thing. You order it. I deliver it. And I don't know how much simpler we can make it for you, but it's, you know, most, uh, most places aren't bad. Tucson seems to be, one of those areas that if you're not in Tucson, they don't want to do a lot of work with you. And you can also pack up and ship it anywhere in the U.S. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yes. Yep. We have conferences. We send some of our local businesses uh, have conferences throughout the country and they'll just say, hey, can you print these up and ship them out to this hotel by this date? Absolutely. Not a problem. So your giveaways, your keychains, your pens, your shirts, your printed materials, your business cards, whatever it is, you can go on to Joel's site and then, and that's uh, IMP for International Minute Press, IMPCasagrande.com. IMPCasagrande.com. But say grande so you remember the E at the end. And then Joel, get on the phone with you and really work through the right things to do because this is part of your funnel. If you're handing out garbage, you're going to get garbage in the top of your funnel. If you're not following up, if you don't have things to continuously put yourself in front of your clients and potential clients, that's the follow-up part, you're going to forget about you and go to the next person. So there you have it. Any last words, Joel? You know, I just want to thank you guys. I appreciate the time. It was fun. You're welcome. Um, you guys make it 
easy. Um, so that that's always a plus. Um, this isn't my forte, and I'm working at it. Uh, but again, pick up the phone and call me. Don't be afraid. Um, we're willing to, you know, do what it takes to help customers grow their business, clients grow into the things that they want to grow into. Um, and, and we're just here to help. We don't want you to be afraid. And I think some people think that I can't afford to do this, but they don't even look to see if they can. You know, right. do, do a budget. If you can't afford to do it now, come back and see me in six months when you get that big job um, and you have the budget right then and there. Let's get it done. Get it done. So. And do little bits and do them professionally. So, Joel, thank you so much for being on the show, for helping our listeners uh, understand some of the things that need to go into their funnel to get the clients and the follow-up to keep those clients. And until next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.